You are listening to the Dental Practice Owners Podcast, brought to you by Prosperident. From our unique perspective as dentistry's embezzlement experts, Prosperident's team can bring you the information that is important to practice owners. The Dental Practice Owners Podcast brings you strategies, tools, and tips that you can use and dentistry's thought leaders as guests. So sit back, relax, and listen to Prosperidence Amber Weber, Wendy Askins, and David Harris talk about the issues that matter to you. Hi, this is David Listen, Harris very, from Prosperident. As much as no matter what Today I've got an interesting I'm podcast for you. I'm going to play for I have you no problem an interview that I did with, with a notorious serial embezzler. The reason, this woman like I have has no problem worked for probably 15 practices and has stolen and from many of them. The amount of money she's stolen in total is pretty hard to tabulate, but it's certainly hundreds of thousands of dollars and she's just left a wake of destruction in her She's served a couple of prison terms for embezzlement and Prosperident has investigated on a number of the files where she investigates. I'm fascinated the way this conversation I'm, came I'm about was kind of interesting. She phoned me more or less out of the blue one day. And for a guy like me, the chance to have an unstructured, unscripted conversation with an embezzler is just priceless. So I had a very interesting experience in speaking with her. You'll see a few things. Among other things, she is a raving sociopath. She's firmly convinced that she's there to protect patients from greedy Dentists, and the way okay. she does that is by stealing um, and again, money. Again, I, w- I want to create a, a, so a scenario stay tuned. Arena it's where you feel comfortable telling conversation. me your story um, in a, in a way that you know that it won't uh, you know it won't harm you publicly. But what are you going to do? Publish it, publish it in Toronto Sun or something? Or uh, oh, I wouldn't go there. I mean, any anything I publish would be would be in a dental publication only. Um, but but again, you will you will have control over whether your name is 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 in it or not. And if it's if if you say I don't want my name in it, I will, um, I will remove any means of somebody identifying you. In other words, I won't say you know somebody from Toronto or somebody from Ontario or somebody from Canada. I understand. I okay. My only I, my other question is, you know, yes, when we spoke last time, you said you're not interested in the dentist. You're interested in how the staff feels. But no matter what I say to you, it connects to that. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Um, I, I I just wanted to be clear that my company does not investigate or report or or, or do anything when when dentists break the rules. We we only work for dentists, and and um, you know that's just uh, that's that's a that's a business model that we have. It's a it's, it's a decision we've made. So I just I just wanted you to know that. Okay, well, that's fine. I just want to say what I want to say. And Please, yeah, I'm, I, again, I'm I'm so fascinated to have the chance to. Why? Why well, am I the only person that called you back? Um, we 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 don't get to to speak to the fosters very often. Um, why? Well, usually we just investigate them and, and 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 make a report and go on to the next file. So this is a um, th- th- this is a real treat for me. And but and when you when you get your stories, you usually get your stories from the dentist. So how will, well, you, how will you know what the truth is? Because there's um, always three sides to the story. There, there certainly are. Um, we, 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 we talk to the dentists and, and, and we get, uh, we get their story. Then we go and investigate. 
and you know our our most of our information comes from looking at the practice management software and the you know the checkbook and the bank account and things like that. Um, and, and, so if you and, would have done that with Dr. Friedman, you would know that it's impossible from his practice to steal three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and 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 we did not do that with with Dr. Friedman. I mean, um, you did and because I'm, I have an article in front of me that wrote and Roll Roll that he met me on my first day of the job. Um, Roll, uh, I don't know what you know about Roll Wyman. Um, I don't. I just okay, got a copy of the article not too long ago. Okay, and I don't know if I've ever even seen that article, uh, but Roll um, Roll was a, a practicing dentist. He, he died about uh, a month and a half or two months ago. Um, an older guy. I mean, he would have been. Yeah, I see his picture here with the beard and all that other stuff. Yeah, that's that's role. So he he did work. He he told me anyway that he worked as an associate in one of the practices you worked in, and I'm not sure. That's if it was not Dr. true. Never happened. Okay, I'm not sure never. if it was Doctor Friedman's or somebody else's. I think he. No, because I know exactly who I worked for, and I've never ever ever. I know exactly where I was charged. I know exactly who I worked for. And okay. never any associates. But anyway. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make a note of that. I, I'm, I'm in communication with his wife and, you know, I can, if, if, if I get from yeah. you kind of the, the, the list of doctors, I'll go back and check with her and I'll just make sure that no we, uh, because if, if, if the facts are wrong here, I want to know that. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, in fact, no matter what I read before, I kind of, sometimes it's better to leave things alone and move on. But until this article was shown to me, that's when it really kind of said, you know, I want to call these people because, you know, what? we all make mistakes, but they need to understand what happened to me and my state of mind and whatever. Anyways, let's proceed. Okay. I'm going to trust God. And could, could, I ask you some, could I ask you some questions and have you answer them? And then you after that. Anything you want. Okay. And, and then after that, you know, um, Whatever else you'd like to say, I'm 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 um, very interested in. No problem, um, Mr. Harris. I um, I know you but, know me only by what you see on paper. Yeah. If you were to meet me in person, you'd be surprised. Well, um, you know, I, I I was gonna I was gonna say I'd love to do that. Um, I'm I'm not in Toronto all that often, but uh, sometime when I am, uh, you know, lunch is uh, absolutely on me. Uh, you and, should definitely and, do that. You would be surprised. Okay. How can and, someone and, ruin their life like this? And, and and please call me David. Uh, Mr. Mr. Harris sounds pretty pretty formal. Thank you. Um, so just just to to go back to the basics, where were you born? I was born in Russia. Russia. Okay. And and when did you come to Canada? In 1982. Okay. Um, I was 12 years old or 14. Okay. Um, and and uh, I, I was just trying to figure out your names because you've had a few. Tchaikovsky, I, I think, was your married name, right? It was my married name, and so okay. is my maiden name. Okay. That's the only two names that I have. Okay, because the, the the Ontario College, I think, gave uh, said you were using one other name at some point. I don't uh, have any other names. Okay, Rapkin or something like that. Never had that name. But okay. Okay. Again, all that information came from. Not necessarily on a source. Okay. So all my legal documents have two names, folks, and Chernikovsky. The only reason I still kept Chernikovsky is because of my custody for the kids. Yeah, I, I I know what a what a nuisance it is. Um, Especially when you travel. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. My, uh, my 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 sister's been married a couple of times and divorced a couple of times, and you know she's got passports in one name and credit cards in another, and you know, right. Like, <laughs> it's a little bit high sometimes. Yeah, it's a big nuisance. Okay, so when did you start working in the dental world then? Um, in 1988, I went to Career Canada College after I finished high school. Okay. And I took a dental assistant course. And I got married in 1989, and I was already working for two years as a dental assistant. Okay. So, sorry, you said you got married in what year? 89. 1989. Okay. And you were you were working then as an assistant. Okay. For so the when longest did you... time, I was a dental assistant for the longest, okay. longest time. Okay. So when did you start working in dental front offices then? So... If I can clearly remember back in 1995, after I had my daughter, my second child. Okay. Up to the, up to 1995, I was working as a dental assistant and I was a good assistant. I was clean. Multitasking is my strongest skill. And, um, I was the type of person that every dentist wanted in their office, to be honest with you. Isn't that amazing how things can turn around? Um, after my daughter was born, my ex-husband and I, we had a franchise. So I left the dental field. I left the dental field all the way probably up to 2005. I had a franchise. I had a gas station with Sunoco. I was number one in Ontario as a customer service cleaning this. My station had the highest sales volume. I was number one. I have trophies. I have articles in the paper of me cutting ribbons with mayor. Never had a criminal record in my life. My sudden separation happened. Is it okay if I just tell you the whole like straight yeah up. please i'm i'm uh, i'm listening i mean I, I i did a little bit of research online and i saw some of your divorce stuff so um on my I, divorce I, stuff i didn't know there was anything there for that yeah there's a there's a bit of it online oh okay uh, this was this was from about 2003 so I, it, it sounds like well i marriage. separated from 2001 we separated okay. but we bought a brand new house and we were both doing really well with our franchise Mm-hmm. In fact, because I was doing so well with Sunoco that I also had my Sunoco station was in Oakville. It was the Millennium side that I opened, and okay. I was in the newspaper with the mayor cutting the ribbon. I, it had country-style donuts drive through So after being a gold winner award every month, Sunoco country-style offered us to buy a donut shop. Right. My husband and I were doing financially well, very well. In fact, that's what destroyed us. So my ex-husband bought a country-style donut in Peterborough. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. And, we, you know, it kind of just made, there was still that hope that we were going to get back together. I was, like, in 2000. And one, I was 32 years old. I had two kids. He's the only man I've ever been with. He was my first. Mm. And it's like your whole world just changed. Some people go through divorces, and they're like, okay, time to move on to the next one. For me, it was an embarrassment for my family because I was yeah. the only one that got divorced. Okay. You know, and I worked really hard. I was getting, but my performance at the gas station started to lack because I had a really, really big size with staff of 22 under me. And uh, it was all the way in Oakville. I was a mother at the same time to two young children. Yeah. And it was just really hard. I didn't know what to do. I met a person by the name Gregory Dogaiden who, you know, I developed a relationship with. My ex-husband moved on with someone, too. But mm-hmm. there was still talks about getting back together. And I was so naive because how do you 
move in with another woman and still promise me that we will get back together. So by 2004, I knew things will never be the same again. So I pursued this relationship with this Gregory guy who was a gambler and very, very abusive. Oh, gosh. So I started, I had a, I had a town home that was mine with a big mortgage, but I was able to pay for it because I had a franchise. I had a Sunoco. And in fact, Esso, because I was with Esso prior to that, they offered me to come back to them so I can leave the reputation with my ex-husband being in the same company. Mm -hmm. So I pursued a smaller side with Esso and just worked, paid my bills, and had my relationship with Gregory. And um, I took a second mortgage on my house for Gregory, for his dad, for his business. And we were together for about two years. And to be honest with you, he took me to the cleaners. Okay. It's just something that maybe women or men go through after a divorce. You, 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 you develop some kind of a post-traumatic disorder where you just want to have that family. Mm. So yeah. my okay. very first job. And in fact, I started, I, I, I gave up the gas station because I had to pay off the bills and I had to get my security deposit back, which was 25,000. So I could sell my house and just, start fresh again in my life. And I started looking for a job. My next door neighbors were, his name is Tim Kirschenblatt. He's a very popular, well-known um, Toronto accountant. Everybody knows Tim Kirschenblatt. He was my next door neighbor and his wife, second wife, Maria, she was my friend. Mm-hmm. So I, they said to me, you know, you went to school for dental assisting. You should just go back, start fresh. And again, keep in mind, never had a criminal record in my life. Of course. Oh, I think maybe when I was 16, I think I took the chocolate back because my parents couldn't afford it. Anyway, so I moved on and, you know, I, I started applying and I get this ad, Dr. Friedman in Scarborough. Mm-hmm. I go to Dr. Friedman interview and um, he hired me like on the spot. And again, I was young. Pretty. I, I had a lot of intelligence about me. Now what you read on paper, he hired me. And the fact, the very first day that I came to work, I came with bruises because Gregory needed money from me the day before. And I was kind of like beaten up a little bit, which again, uh-huh. I don't understand now how I allowed myself to get to that point. And... Whoops, Irina, I'm having a bit of difficulty hearing you. Sorry, I'm driving in 401. Can you hear me now? That's perfect. Yes, thank you. If we get cut out, then just call me back. Anyways, so I started working for Dr. Friedman. It wasn't a very busy practice. It's this area of Scarborough and Eglinton, which is, I don't judge anyone because there was a time when I was in welfare. It was a welfare area. And yeah, okay. he, he had a few maybe City of Toronto clients. So the office was not busy. And in fact, I would have loved for you to investigate those days that I worked for him so you can see his revenue. Okay. Anyways, um, David used, and David wasn't married, and he wanted to pursue a relationship with me. Again, I was young, you know, I was attractive, whatever. And I would, would I didn't even have a car, so he would offer to drive me home or to drop me off at, at the gas, at, at the subway station because... I just didn't want to, you know, it happened where I lost everything. My kids ended up moving to Peterborough to live with my ex-husband because I was renting the room. Like, that's how low I hit my life because of the relationship wow. and the divorce. Okay, wow. My family didn't want to have anything to do with me, and 
I don't know if you're saying ah because you're being sarcastic or because you can understand oh, what I was no, going. No, no, no. I, I, I look. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling for you right now, and uh, so this is you know, whether you do or not, only you know. But I know I'm telling you the truth because so many years later, it still hurts like hell. So I work for Dr. Friedman, and his office is not busy at all. He has his sister Rhonda Kirsch. So remember, Rhonda Kirsch, not Kirsch and Blatt, Rhonda Kirsch, running mm-hmm. his office. David, at that time, I think it was 2005, which is when I came back to the dental field, he was pushing for bleaching, for all that stuff. Patients don't have the coverage. It was David himself that taught me how to build three surface root canal to add up to the price of the bleaching, which was eight or $900. Mm-hmm. So he knew I was needy. We, he used to drive me home, and God is my witness. These were his words. So, Irina, do you want my wallet, or do you want my Ritter? And he was referring to his private part that way. Okay. I'm like, David, stop. Like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't want anything. I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything like I'm studying over in my life. So it started doing where, and he also had a Russian hygienist working there. I can't remember her name, Elena or Lena. I can't remember. Okay. I'm sure you'll be able to find that. So... Patients used to come, the ones that did have insurance, and he would max it out in three to four days. Mm-hmm. The hygienist used to say, David, I have nothing to scale or polish anymore. He's like, just take, do long, just talk to, to the person, like talk to them. Mm-hmm. Because there was no patience. There was no patience. Because my kids were so desperate to come back and be with me again, because they didn't want to be with, in Peterborough with their stepmother, who didn't want them. And the one, she actually threatened my husband. She said, it's either me or your children. And he was waiting for me to get back on my feet to take my kids. That I truly love and adore and I would give up my life for them. And I am a good mom. Okay. And, and, and I, I'm not... I, realized, I realized that if I can do this for David, then maybe I can take some money so I can get back on my feet and run the place and have my, get myself out of the storage from the house. Okay. And move on. I, I'm sure that was a, you know, a horrible place to be in. I, you know, you, you, you asked a minute ago if I was being sarcastic or not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not sarcastic here. And I'm a, I'm, I, I'm a dad myself. What did you ask? I'm a pastor. Well, th- that, that's true. Uh, but I'm, you know, I, I'm. But I know I'm, in life, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I know in life that sometimes people make mistakes because they're desperate, not because they're bad people. Of, of course. Um, and, and, you know, I, when, when I speak to Dennis, I mean, I tell them that. I say it. You know, everybody has a point where they become desperate and they do things that normally they just would never do. Um, and, and, you know, I can, I can see very clearly where, um, you know, living in a room and, and, and with your stuff in storage and your kids with their, their, their dad who didn't want them. But I accomplished yeah. my own. This is after writing a franchise and being number one in Ontario. You know, I'm more than happy to send you the articles and the trophy. This is yeah. what destroyed my marriage because when Sonoko would have a meeting and they would call the first name, they would say Chernikovsky, and then they would say Irina. But when they say Chernikovsky, my husband would get up because he had a gas station at Seals and Morden. And then he would resent me because I overdrew him. But it's my personality. My love for people, my passion for people. I'm a people's person. I make people. And that's what happened with David. David knew I was needy. David knew I was weak. He took advantage of me. He took advantage of, of, I learned the fraud from him. I 
go all this way because this is not the kind of fraud that needed so much publicity. What is it that he has to hide himself? It's an interesting so, question. Um, this is a, it's in the records, in the court, it's in the script. Anyway. Okay. Um, so the most right. amount of money that I did take from David, and I know this, I know this, was roughly five or seven thousand. Not a penny more than seven thousand. Dr. Friedman, after he, the reason he also went after me so hard is because he found out that while his sister was working under the table for him, she was taking her brother, her ex-husband, stand to the cleaners by placing recording. It's a nasty thing that people do because she 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 took away the custody of the kids. She made Stan lose his license. And next thing they know, because I said to them, you know, like, my, my friends referred me, like, so innocently, they said to me, who's your lawyer to your divorce? Because he saw that I was suffering. He saw that my kids wanted to come home to live with me. They were calling me at work. And I said, oh, I was referred to, I can't even remember, Jack Straitman, that was the lawyer. And Rhonda almost fell off the chair. She said, who referred you to Jack Straitman? I said, oh, my next-door neighbor, Stan Kirschenblatt. She got off got up from the chair like she had fire in her pants, ran to David. David said, asked me to speak to me after work. And I, I had no clue that that was the lawyer that was representing Stan against Rhonda and David. So there was a little bit of that involved, too, which you guys don't know about. And oh, sorry, David, sorry. Can you can you just um, take, take me through that again? Because I, I didn't quite follow that. And I want to understand. sister, Rhonda Friedman, okay. which goes by the last name Kirsch was in a very ugly divorce with her ex-husband, Stan Kirschenblatt. Right, okay. Who's the same guy who sent you to this office? My next-door neighbor and my friend. Right. He didn't send me to the office. He sent me to a lawyer to represent me, but I couldn't afford him. Okay. And when David and Rhonda found out that I'm being represented by Jack Straitman, which I wasn't, I just went for a free consultation, and they found out that Stan Kirschenblatt referred me, that's mm-hmm. why, excuse my language, this shit hit the fan because then now Sam will know that Rhonda works for her brother, has her Mercedes under his name, has, okay. you know, because she's playing this abusive beaten wife. So, so Rhonda and Stan were married, is that? Yes. Oh, they okay. have three children. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so all right, so Rhonda was working under the table. Yeah, she was doing a lot of things, and they were doing all these billings. If, right. So... So the way we got caught is that somebody from Great West Life called or a patient came into the office and said, why was this root canal billed and I didn't have it? So David charged me. Okay. Okay. David charged me. I'm out on bail. I'm looking for a job. Now, the stupidity is I have conditions that I'm not allowed to work in a dental office. Right. I know that. Being very shallow, being very shallow. I didn't realize that I can go change, you know, condition, explain that I have two children. This is what I went to school for. I don't know what else to go work. I don't want to work at McDonald's. I just could, like, I think I was just in such a shock and denial. I dealt with my charges. I was never running away from courts. Every police officer thought I was very intelligent. And also, you know, but I, I just didn't know what my rights were. Like, I didn't have lawyers. And when someone steals so much money, they would have the best legal representative to represent them. I didn't. I had legal aid. I had court officers. Yeah. So where's all that money? 
So when I got charged, David was publishing all these papers and articles. He even found out where my mom works. He went to her work, to her bakery three times, telling her he's going to put me away for life. Like, for what? For five, seven thousand? I'm sorry. Like, I will pay you back. You just don't understand. Because you're the greedy asshole that one day comes to work with Ferrari, next day with Porsche, and builds root canals for bleaching. So I got a job. Like, let me just remember clearly which office, because I can't remember in order, but I'll tell you this much. No matter, there was three dances, and that's it. There was Dr. Friedman. I think I got a, a, a job with Dr. Schachter, which is, I didn't even do fraud there because okay. he never wrote anything. He never came to court. But I think I breached my condition because I deposited a check into the IBC. And that's when, like, that's when the insurance company said it. Like, David was going after me, after the checks, after whatever, whatever. So I breached my bail again. I lost my job. I'm out on bail again. Still in my room. Still no kids. Still no money. Uh-huh. And I think the last office where it just kind of just did it all was Dr. Kirsch, which is an old Jewish man. In fact, I brought in my daughter because my daughter needed wisdom. Also, I brought in my daughter to do the wisdom tea, uh, to do the, the the canines to be extracted. And he told me to, to he's going to charge me almost $400 cash. So I gave him the cash. But then I got breached because there was also some billings involved there because I did take the money, but it was probably $2,000 that I took the most from him. And he wrote that I took, wrote, wrote and that I took $3,000 a day. Again, He's retired. He sees two to three patients a day. It's not even possible to take so much money, even if you okay. wanted to. Okay. Does that not make sense? Because I, that's what I, I always wanted for you guys to go in to look at their schedule for the days that I was there and the kind of procedures that were done and tell me how is it possible to steal $14,000 in two weeks or how is it possible to steal from Dr. Freeman 300000 and jewelry and credit cards. Okay, I, I, I see your point. Um, so all right, all right. So you so you worked I for again for Dr. Kirsch. Okay, and and so you, you you got caught there and then and charged. Okay. My bail again. Right. So, I mean, I dealt with my some some of my charges in between. Whatever, whatever. Anyways, it was it was just like it was a mess. It was a mess, and I didn't know how to run away from. No, I wasn't running away from it. I just didn't know how to deal with it. I just kind of give up. I gave up on life. I just. I just give up on everything because everything was going against me and all these horrible accusations, all these wrong amounts, all these. And I knew, I knew what the doctors were doing themselves, but I just couldn't say anything. Nobody wanted to hear my story. Yeah. So I, um, at this point, like everything is just going down the hill. Every office I went to, there was fraud. Everywhere I would be breached. And yes, even if I did take a thousand here, a thousand there, it wasn't hundreds of thousands and the doctors were doing more fraud than I ever did. So I think at the end, I had charges between Toronto and Newmarket. I applied to some here. I applied to some there. Somewhere I got probation. Somewhere I got a conditional sentence. And I still had my other charges. The very last job, the very last job that I took was in Oakville. as for Dr. Andy Bagai. And he was also doing fraud like crazy, billing for bleach. Everybody was pushing bleaching. And Invisalign, it became very popular at that time, 2008, 2006, yeah. Invisalign, 2007, right? Right. So Invisalign is not covered for adults. So what do you do? 
even if he was selling Oral-B electrical toothbrush, he would be charging it as an emergency bill of 125 or 130 to cover the electrical toothbrush. Yeah, I know I know he got in trouble for... Because I spoke the truth, and that's when the police officer said to me, why would you do something? They charged me because of the billing, but that's because I finally had enough, and I spoke the truth, I pled, I had a concurrent sentence. I did two years plus a day. I was out on parole after six months, and that was it. All right, so uh, well, you're out in six months. But while I was in custody back then, Dr. Friedman would call my parole officer, my probation officer. Yeah. He would call and call and post, even when I came out and dealt with everything. I was on probation. I said to myself, I need to work because my kids have been back with me. I need to work. So I found... So when, when you were in prison, your, your, your kids were back with your ex-husband, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, they left... He actually... He actually kicked him out. That's the sad part. So my son moved in to a family friend. He worked mm-hmm. a lot. He quit school, which b- broke my heart even more because of me. They had to, like, suffer so much. And my daughter was still at the house, but hardly with my ex. There was, she was spending more time with her boyfriend. When I came home, I went to work as a waitress. I scrapped people's homes to get enough money to rent an apartment, which I did. And my kids immediately moved in with us, and we also bought a dog, and that dog was the most healing soul I ever had. He healed me from all the problems. In fact, he just passed away from lymphoma, and I haven't been the same because no matter what the world would bring at me, Vincenzo, he was an Italian master, King Corso, he would just keep me calm. He would just keep me calm and deal with the pain, with the articles, with the Google pages. So... I went to work for Dr. Ashkavari. She's a Persian dentist at Cherry Mall right by my house. And I said to my kids, I can't do this. She offered me $25 an hour, and I said, I can't do this. If a patient comes in, she was Persian. And if a uh-huh. patient came in with three wisdom teeth and one was permanently missing, you know, like sometimes you just don't have your fourth wisdom tooth, uh-huh. she would bill for that too. Everything had, gra- every crown had to have a graft. Everything had to be this. She was all about money, money, money. In fact, one of the hygienists, Leslie Bloom, that I'm friends with, knew exactly what was going on. One day at work, Dr. Ward, and they loved me. I was working honest for them. I didn't do any fraud. I just, you know, like when she did the billing, I would say, Leslie, I can't build this. It's wrong. She's like, just make your notes, make your notes. So I was making notes. I was told by Dr. Scavari to build this, to build that. Again, I had rent to pay of 1300 and I had my kids back home with me, which is all I wanted. One day, Dr. Ward is sitting in the office reading the, 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 the dental magazine, and he sees an article of me. And I didn't know that. And I'm the one that put that magazine on his desk. Oh, wow. So, well, I didn't even know. I didn't care. Like, I didn't want to think about anything. I never thought that Speedman, that, that I'm home now, would still be harassing me. And again, when someone behaves like that, if you have psychology education, you know it's because they're protecting themselves. And so did Dr. Kirsch. In fact, if you were to go back and look at my daughter's name in Dr. Kirsch's files, if it's still there, you will see that he deposited the 400 that I gave him, and then he took it out because you can go into modified transactions, and you mm-hmm. can see. Because the moment he charged me, he put the money back in because one of the girls that worked there told me that. See, that's the thing. I remained friends with everyone from the staff, and they told me. She's like, I mean, he put the money back, and then he deleted it, and he put it back again. So Leslie. One of my friends who's a hygienist with Dr. Scovari, 
um, told me what happened, that when they saw the article, they had to think about it. And because of Dr. Ashkovari being highlighted by Nanny Life, and you can look into that too, Dr. Hala Ashkovari being, she had three practices that were called uh, um, Smile, something. It was One was at Fairview Mall, one was in Orangeville, one was in Pickering. Um, okay. She was being audited by every insurance company. It was the safest way for them to fire me, but to fire me with a police report. So police charged me with breach, but there was never any fraud charges. Okay. There was never any fraud charges after that, not on at all. But they did it to protect themselves. And Leslie stopped working for her. And it turns out a couple of years after that, uh, she had to she had to sell all her practices because she was flagged everywhere, and she just has a very tiny office. Doctor Leslie works for Doctor Kirshen's da- daughter Rebecca Halbert, who is flagged by Nine Life, who makes a fifteen year old has they have to be there for you one 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 four plus an exam plus this plus that. I've never seen a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old getting there with so many units for scaling. And now she's flagged everywhere. And Rebecca says, these are the people that charged you. This is what less, but these are the people that are doing so much fraud. Why didn't you report them? I called Royal College of Dental Surgeons at one point. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, like I said, um, I have some, but I don't think I have enough credibility to tell my story. I, I was going to say, I think, if, you know, in, in, in your case where you probably at this point weren't even really supposed to be working in dental offices anyway. But I'm allowed. I'm allowed. My probation, I only had, I had two years plus a day. Plus three I had years probation. Three years yeah. probation, which I finished successfully, except for one breach, right? And my probation okay. officer met my kids. He knew how much my kids loved me and how much they wanted. But it's like, I've never, there was never any love. That was hidden. They knew that they knew that their dad was, you know, there's good dads and there's bad dads, right? So they knew that my ex-husband didn't want to play any part in their lives, and he still doesn't. Yeah. And they knew that they knew that, you know, I was on my own and I was in a bad relationship that took me to the cleaners, and I was just trying to survive. Yeah. So I finished my probation. I was allowed to work in a dental office, but I didn't. I opened up my my business with windows and doors. I was doing really well. I got back on my feet. And, you know, I knew that God knew the truth. He knew. He knew my reasons for doing fraud. They weren't because I have addictions. It wasn't because I wanted to go to Whole Trans for you and buy myself a coat. Yeah. Or come to, to work and show off my Louis Vuitton bag, just like all these dentists, wives, and sisters, and daughters, daughters do. Mm-hmm. It's because I just wanted to have my kids home. Yeah. And everyone knows that. Yeah. I can show you letters from jail to my kids. I wanted my son to go back to school. I wanted my kids to be, my kids don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't do drugs because of the way I raised them. And now they're 24 and 21 almost. And I'm so annoying in their face because I'm trying so hard for them not to make a mistake. Because I'm trying so hard for them not to trust the wrong people. Because yeah. I know, because I know how materialistic pressure, I know how insulin can get a person into trouble. Yeah. So Dr. Bagai, one of the assistants that worked for him, stole so much money that she opened up a tanning salon. I billed $4,000 for Invisalign for a patient. Nine Life came after him. 
So he decides to look into my past and reports me. I'm sitting at work and those cops show up, which is fine. I pled, I didn't want any more bails. I just wanted to deal with it. And that's how I found out that he was charged after. Because I was, uh, it's funny, I was watching TV, CP24, and it says Dent is charged in Oakville. But he paid money. He got three months. His license reinstated, and he moved back to Florida. Yeah, I, I'd heard that. Because when you have money, you can walk away from a murder. You yeah. can you can walk away from anything. When you don't have money, you're nobody. And, you know, Dr. Friedman was in courtroom, and he gave such a such an impact statement that he's terrorized and traumatized. And the article that I have from, I'll be more than happy to send it to you, saying yeah. that I sold over 300000 I sold jewelry, and the dentist became painfully aware of this. Then I sold over 300000 wound up in jail. Irina Chernikovsky will be soon released and will no doubt be back to her old tricks. I met Irina on her first day in a dental office where she just had started work as a receptionist, a lovely person who you'd be happy to hire at first sight. Three weeks later, she had been fired, having already stolen about 30000 How is that possible? Even yeah, if you I'm... deposit so much money into the bank, the bank will flag you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have to think that somebody who was smart and stealing could find a way around that because we, we, we see that all the time. But um, I take your point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking at I'm something stupid. here that Dr. Dr. Friedman said. Uh, I don't I, – the last thing I'm going to believe is that you're stupid. Um, no, I am stupid to make this mess of my life. Well, when people do yeah. fight. I was in jail with girls. I honestly – whoever thinks jail is a rehab place, no, that's when you learn to do more fraud. I was in jail yep. with people that would print welfare checks, go to the bank without a debit card, withdraw money, and I would say, how do you know how to do that? She's yeah. like, you just learn patient's detail, a customer's detail, all their last 10 transactions, and you just shoot it out of your mouth. I was like, oh, my God. All these girls, they were in jail like they were on vacation. They had money in the bank, and they were just chilling, and they had Range Rovers and Mercedes at home waiting. I had nothing to go to. I came out of jail. I didn't have ten dollars to do to do my nails so I can look decent. Wow! You don't have to believe anything I say. No, I, I think I, if you're in this field, you can put certain things together. Yeah. But no, Dr. Friedman is the one that went after me so hard. It's because he has he eats because he has so much. So much. I wish. I don't even remember the days that I worked for him, but I knew it was a very short period of time. If you were to go back and look at the schedule and look at just request schedule that I was there, request. Anyways, not too long ago, I wanted to get a job at a dental office. I said, you know, like, what the hell? Let me try it. Because, you know, like, we all need a steady paycheck. Mm -hmm. And then my name came up through someone that someone knows. And then I'm presented with this article. And I'm like, holy shit. Ten years later, I still can't clean myself from this. But I was told if I had fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, I would hire a lawyer and they can go after all of them and prove that they're the biggest fraud. But I don't have that money because every cent that I have, I put into my kids' school. My daughter's in college. My son is living in Thailand, teaching the kids in private American boarding school. I speak to him twenty times a day. <laughs> I love my kids to death. I'm the only thing they have in their life. And I don't trust people. I don't want to be around people because my past is what people take advantage of. 
Just like, I'll give you a perfect example. I opened up my own company with Windows and Doors. It's called Allure Windows and Doors. Mm-hmm. I had a company that was generating leads. I would sell every, I would go to people's houses. I would decorate their home because I'm a passionate person. I'm all about love. Family is something that was taken away from me. So people, it was, you know, cultures from India, Greek, Canadian. They just loved me. They loved me because you see the kind of, I wish, I wish you would give me in person. It's not the mugshot that you have in front of you. And, you know, I would hire installers and some, some installers see that I'm a woman. It's just the story of my life. People like to take advantage of me. You know, dollars would see that I'm a woman, so they would say, oh, you know, we need a little bit of cocking here. It's extra $20. Oh, the windows are short. We need this. You know, so they would try to overcharge me. And then I say to myself, how is it that I'm selling all these contracts? By the time I pay the factory, by the time I pay the installers, I have no money left. Right? Because people try to screw you over. Welcome to the real world. People try to screw you over. You're not going to admit it to me, but you know it's true. So I had a friend. I posted in Facebook that I'm looking for installers. So one of my friends that I went to school with, that knows what happened to me in the past. In fact, I even talk about it openly. I don't hide it. I'm like, yeah, because I have people on my Facebook that went to jail too for millions of dollars of fraud. Okay. At least and they, they live in houses and they drive Mercedes. I live in a rental apartment. So she says, well, my husband, you know, he's so good. Like you should, you should definitely hire him. I hired him as an installer. He saw my contract. He was trying to install windows like a house with 20, 30 windows on Caledon area property. He was trying to install two, three days. Screw me over. Tell me, oh, I need more staff. Oh, I need a scaffold set up. It's $400. I said, listen, if you need a scaffold set up, I'm selling you a job. How you get to the third floor is not my problem. Am I right? Yeah. So you know what they did? They went to the police to say that I defrauded them. Police officer called me. It happens to be one of the police officers. They charged me with fraud in the past. And I was more than happy to meet up with him. And we talked, and he's like, why are these people taking advantage? And he's like, there's no fraud. You sell him a job by square footage if he needs to hire extra help to finish this job in three days instead of five days. That's his problem, not yours. That's his problem, not yours. Yeah, of course. That's the story of my life. So this article was given to me, and, you know, I I called Bill Health because he's the one that wrote it. And then wrote wrote it. And here I am talking to you. So if you have any more questions, just go ahead, ask me anything you want. Okay. Well, look, for, first of all, um, thank, thank you very much for having this conversation. I know it was hard for you. Um, I don't know how much good it would do for me, but I was honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but, um, you know, I, I would like to tell your side of the story. Um, and, and I see your side of the story as, as being somebody who was in an extremely difficult position and I think did what, a lot of people would do. What I did uh, was wrong, but I didn't yeah. take the amount that I'm being accused of. Okay. That I know for sure. Because when someone has that money, they have lawyers, they they have cars, they have places to live. Yeah, oh, I agree. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, there there are a couple of questions I have, really out of out of curiosity. Um, just a reminder again that we are recording this, and that I said you'd, uh, uh, you know, that I would I would send you a copy of the recording. Oh, can I just uh, say one more thing before please. I interrupt? All yeah, these sure. Jewish, I have nothing about Jewish dentists because I'm Jewish myself, but all these Jewish dentists that so-called belong to Alpha Omega, they're all old crooks that scam. They know the old system. They know how to rip off the government. They know how to rip off the Royal College of Dental Surgeons, and they know how to bill. And they get away with everything because they have money and they have a title to their name. And that's what Dr. Friedman said to me. 
the only reason I'm better than you is because because I have three letters D D S attached to my name. I'll never forget when he said that to me. Interesting statement. Yeah, I I I noticed that you worked for a lot of Jewish dentists. I didn't I didn't know you were Jewish. Um, I didn't work for them because of that. No, I, I work for them because ninety percent of them are Jewish. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a pretty Ten big. Years uh, ago, that's all there was. Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that, that's true. Okay, um, as I say, thank you for sharing the story. I I would love to write an article about this, but it's it's really going to be about about uh, your side of things. Um, and um, but you, know, you represent I, the dentist, so why would well, you I, I, I I do, Irina, but I'm also interested in the truth, and I you know I I want dentists to understand um, what what can happen to somebody when they feel like they're painted into a corner. And and that's where you were. My clothes were in the back seat of my car before I got rid of my car. All I wanted, I used to pay David my phone bill from calling long distance to Peterborough to speak to my kids. Yeah. No one can understand that. I gave away my food. I was so weak in jail. The girls used to abuse me. They would take my food or my kids so I could use the phone to call my kids. You don't even have a clue how traumatized it has left me for the rest of my life. But every morning I wake up, I look in the mirror. I'm thankful that I'm home. I'm thankful that I have my kids. Even though they're older, they're hardly in the house. But we have that bond between us. And they know that I sacrificed my life for them. Yeah. Um, and my son always says to me, Mom, very soon I will take care of you the way you took care of us. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, you you can't see this because it's a phone conversation, but I'm having trouble swallowing right now. I would um, love to show you some pictures. If you have access to Facebook, go on my Facebook. All you ever see is the love from my kids, my FaceTime with them, the dog that we have. I'm all about family. I don't post any garbage. I don't I, I, judge I, people. You know, honesty time. I've I've looked at your Facebook site. You know, I'm a private investigator, right? That's what I do, and yeah. That, Is it open? By the way, I don't even know if it's open or not. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see. I think everything on it, and um, and tell me, yeah. David, what did you see? Be honest with me, just like I'm honest with you. What did you I, see? I, I I I see a mom who loves her kids and her dog. Um, that's that's exactly what I saw. Um, I've, I've I've looked at your site a couple of times, but you know, after after you called on on uh, Tuesday, I took a. Or Monday, was, anyways, I, I took another look, and yeah, that's, you know, that's what I see, and, um, you know, it's, I, I, again, I, you know, I just see you as somebody who, who got in a very difficult situation, and, and, um, do you know what, that I did what have the social she, workers from EFRI, social workers from GVI, as friends in my Facebook, they don't act criminals, but they saw uh, me, they met my kids, they know me. And they know that there's another person. I'm 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 sure there is. Uh, and and I want as I say I want to I, I want to tell your side of the story now. And uh, uh, you know I I'd, I'd like to keep your name out of it, but um, you know I think that's that's something we can uh, we can talk about further when I when when I get my thoughts on paper. Um, Why do you want to keep my name out of it? Um, well. Be, because I don't want to hurt you again when you're looking for, you know, I just don't want to re-victimize you here. Why do you uh, think that Friedman will come after me again? No, I don't think that at all. But I, I, I just don't want to put something in, in, in paper that mentions your name again where, 
you know, you're you're looking for work in another dental office in two years, and they see that piece of paper. I I would never go back to a dental office. It's okay. corrupted. Okay, fair enough. Um, Are you going to mention any of the doctor's names? Uh, no, because that would that would point right back to you. Um, I don't care. I spoke the truth. Okay. Uh, let me. I, I'd like to grab something. It may, it may be, you know. Are you able to go to David's office, David Friedman, and check the, the schedules and all that other stuff at all? Not, no? not without his invitation. I'm not. No. Uh, of course. And, okay. And, and I, I don't. Uh, I, I can't imagine that he would uh, want me to do that. Exactly. Um, so, you know. I, but you I, guys I, believed him. You believed the, 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 the lies that he said to you. Well, all, all, all we can see is what's, you know, what's, what's a matter of public record. And, you know, uh, what about in the public record that the judge Moore said it's not your charges that are getting you the federal, it's the fact that you can breach in your bail. Yeah. And then he turned to Friedman and he said, this is not the kind of case that needed so much publicity. And if Dr. Friedman is going so hard at it, what is it that he has to hide himself? Well, that's a, I, I didn't I didn't see that statement by the judge. And, and I'll look it's for it now. It's in the court papers. You have to request it from College Park. Okay, um, I'll, 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 I'll look for it now. But uh, I mean, I I, I think the, the the point I would like to to make, and again, re- remember, Irina, that my audience is dentists. You know, the the, the point that I want to make is that sometimes good people make bad choices because they don't they don't really see any option. That's you know that's what I think your 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 story is here. Um, sorry, if I can if I can just go back to. Um, What's happened now? So, so you're in the window and door business. Um, it, it sounds like eventually that uh, that didn't work out for you. No, I'm still um, doing it. I have a lot of referrals. I'm also okay. selling some clothing. Um, and and, and Herbalife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. I think from all the stress I developed under active thyroid, I okay. kind of put on a little bit of pounds, but I, I still look good. I'm being told, and I'm sure you've seen my picture. But as a self-esteem, I just I just don't feel as comfortable. I used to be 130, 140, but now I'm 180, so that 40 pounds has to come off. Yep, okay. And, um, you know, like, I'm just um, doing everything I possibly can get my hands on. I've always been a hustler. I've always been an entrepreneur. Like, I love working with people. I love, I can go to the store and pick anything. I can design a house. I can, and that's what I have. I have people asking to, to do the windows, and then they are asking me to stage the house for furniture. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I'm in a relationship of, with someone who's a very professional person who works for RBC, who knows me as the person that I was before that and after that, and we were friends. We were in the same crowd. Um, everybody that knows me doesn't judge me because they know how hard it is to wake up one morning and have the whole world change and not to know how to go by it. Like, see, that's the thing. My parents are immigrants, and they had so many issues studying their life in Canada that they never did what I do with my children. Do you believe me? I lecture them 24-7. My daughter says, Mom, I'm going to block you if you don't stop. You know why I'm doing that? Because I know what it's like to, to have no knowledge. I said to myself, oh, my God, how come I didn't know then what I know today? How come I didn't stop and think? How come I didn't go to the court and say, listen, I need to change your condition? And when you have the shittiest lawyers that are from courtrooms, they don't they don't care to save you. They no, just do the basics. 
what? A court officer, a legal later lawyer couldn't tell me, listen, Irina, you know, you have two kids. You can't keep breaching your bail. We need to file a motion to, to change your condition. But if you have a $500,000, $500 or $300 in our lawyer, yeah. you can, gee, you can, you know what? Marco Muzzo, I'm sure you've heard in the news. I know the family. A guy who had everything going for himself. I feel bad. Do you know the story? I'm sure you've heard the story. Uh, actually, actually, I don't. Uh, tell me, tell me about this. Marco Muzzo is a guy who's from a billionaire. He's the next thing to the throne. A billionaire guy from King City, which is not so far from Richmond Hill. Okay. His, parents, his mom is they're billionaires from builders. He has a soccer field, everything. He was about to get married October 19th. Comes home from his stag in Vegas, gets into his fully loaded SUV, drives home and kills. He was drunk, drives home and kills a grandfather with three children, three grandchildren. Wow. No, I didn't hear anything about this. A guy, it's all over the news, it's all over the media. A guy, a guy that has never heard a fly. Now his whole life is ruined because of an innocent, stupid decision he made. I feel sorry for the family that lost the three children and the, grand and the father. And I feel sorry for Marco Muzzo because he's stupid. And that's what I was. I was stupid. I didn't okay. think. But his family hired Green, Green uh, what's his name? The, the lawyer, Green. Yeah. And I know he's going to walk because there's going to be millions of dollars donated to the police, to the court, to the family, and he'll walk. And that's what I was trying to say. When people have money, you can get away. It doesn't mean what you're doing is right. There's, there's no question in my mind that, you know, the justice system works differently for It for does different work groups. differently. And when you're inside, it doesn't work for you at all. Um, Dr. Bagai, I was given for four months consecutive for billing. Because it was fraud, not because I cashed checks for billing. But the billings came from him. The doctor says, Irina, this is what you bill. You don't know what the doctor does when he's in the room with the patient. Yeah. And that's when the police saw a little bit of a difference in me and he talked to me, he spoke to me. And I said to him, you don't have to believe me, but see if it makes sense to you. And it made a lot of sense to him. And then I gave him patient's name and then he spoke to those patients and it was all the truth. So it's like I'm telling you the truth right now. You really would be surprised as to what's really going on with those dentists over there. But they're not scared because they have the money and they blame their staff. And if anyone can learn to do fraud, they learn from the best, the doctors themselves. I will tell you this with my blood. Okay. And I'm sorry if you disagree with me because you represent them, right? So you can't believe me, but the down inside, you know. No, I, I, I know fully that they're not perfect and, and that some of them, uh, some of them break the rules too. I, I absolutely yes, know there's that. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of nice dentists out there. But I don't know why they haven't come my way, but... There's a lot of also good people out there that rob people, that steal people for their addiction. But I didn't have any addiction. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I've never tried weed in my life. I don't, I'm a good girl. Like I come from a good family, but I got screwed up. I had a traumatic disorder that I wasn't aware. I didn't want to seek any help. It was an embarrassment. And I just thank myself and more. Wow. Um, well, amazing story. Um, just a just a couple of questions, if I if I could, just to kind of round things out. Um, so, w when you went to prison, w w where where were you? Which which jail? So for the first couple of months until all the charges, and again, I had a legal late lawyer, so it's longer than normal. Yeah. I was at um, Vanier, which is in Melton. Mm -hmm. 
And then I was transferred to Grand Valley Institute, which is in Kitchener. Okay, yeah, because you got you got federal time, right? You said two years plus a day. No, two years plus a day. Yeah. I was out on a parole because it's a nonviolent charge. I was out on parole in six months. Yeah. But then I breached my parole. Mm. Okay. So, so the condi- what, what, what condition did you breach again? The the one about working in the dental office. Yeah, there was a fraud charge. It's just that I went back to work because my kids were in Singapore. They desperately wanted me to be to get a place and come home. So I went back and I did the remaining, and then I came home and I started my life with my kids. So that was it. Was Dr. Ashkavari you worked for then? Was that that was after you got out of prison, or who did yeah. who did you who did you work for? Okay. Um. All right, and um, you were ordered to pay restitution to somebody, right? Uh, it was, was a freestanding. It was a freestanding restitution. Okay, what does that mean? That means you have the money you pay. If you don't, you did your time, and you know. Okay, right. So that they, you didn't pay anything back then on the restitution. No, whatever I had restitution to be paid that said I have to pay, I paid back. But whatever okay. was standing. Okay. So, so how much do you think you paid back in restitution? I think maybe five thousand dollars. Okay. It was part um, of my probation. Like I had to show monthly receipts, like whatever. I can't even think that far anymore. But I never breached any conditions except for once that I went back to work. Everything okay. else that I had to like, and my probation officer was really nice to me, and he even knew that some people were taking advantage of my of my situation. I would tell him everything, even people that stole my ID and opened up a bank account and tried to like. And I even had like a police officer look into my file, and then they realized that it wasn't me because you know like they had nothing to charge me for. Okay. So, so Dr. Ashkavaris was the last dental office you worked in then? Let me think. Let me think. Honestly, I can't remember right now. I think I was somewhere else, but I think I left after because I couldn't handle that anymore. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, well, that that was I've I've kind of run out of questions, but um, I, I if have you ever to think of anything else, you can you can be more than happy to call me. Okay. If I'm unavailable, I'll be more than happy to call you back. I enjoyed our conversation. I don't think you're out to hurt me because uh, I think that absolutely not. Uh, you've been hurt enough. Um, but I think your article about me is wrong. Okay. Well, um, I'm not the well, type of a person to jump from dental office to dental office to steal money, and I sure don't have the money that I'm being, you know, written about. Okay. Um, like I said, I'd, I'd like to write another article. Um, I, I, I think this one would be a lot more sympathetic to you than, than anything we've written before. And, um, you know, I, as, as I said at the beginning, I'm more than happy to show it to you and, um, okay. you know, and, and, and get your input. I mean, you, I, I want to tell your story and, um, I'm, but why I'm, you represent the doctors. Like the I, I, okay. But, but I spend a big part of my life trying to understand embezzlers. You what, sorry? I, I, I spend a lot of my life trying to understand embezzlers because I, you're right. I, I, I want to help the next doctor, but I want to, um, you know, I think the, the, the more that he can understand about or she can understand about uh, how people think when they're stealing, the better. You know what Dr. Schwartz said? What's his name? Dr. Friedman said, he said, um, he said in court, he said to my son, your mom is an amazing person. She's a wonderful woman and a hard worker. I mean, 
I, I wasn't thinking. I was stupid. I was embarrassed. I, I, I woke up one world and from making a hundred thousand a year and living in a custom home that I designed and we, we built with my ex-husband, uh, I was living in a room where, where my furniture and my things were in storage. Yeah. Wow. And I would follow, and you know, like there's people that have houses and they read like 10 rooms. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. I know. Um, so and that was an embarrassment. My family didn't want to have anything to do with me. Some people can kill and they still have family support. I didn't. And I also don't come from a family with money. So nobody could go out there and get me a lawyer. No, as, as, as I said, Irina, I'd, I'd like to tell your story and, and I'm quite happy to have you help me do it. Um, so, you know, let's, let's do that. Um, and, you know, we can talk later about whether it, 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 it is better for you to have your name in it or not. And I'm, you know, I'm open That's to do fine. whatever, whatever you want there. Um, Where would you publish it? I just want you to tell me the truth, like, cause I'm having such a hard time trusting people. Um, it, it, it would go in a couple of places. Um, you know, there, there, there's really only one company that, that pub- publishes for dentists in, in, in Canada. Um, these are the folks who, who, uh, their, their magazine is called, um, I think it used to be called Dental Practice Management. It's now called Oral Health Office. Um, okay. or, or in the U.S., there are, there are a couple of places that publish our articles. Um, dental economics. But, but in Canada, it's only oral health? Yeah. Or, oral health or oral health office. Um, okay. the, 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 the publisher is, um, so, somebody called Melissa Summerfield. Actually, I, uh, I saw her last, uh, the week before last, uh, um, in, in, in Washington, D.C. So there, mm-hmm. there, there are about three places that publish. Um, what about Alpha Omega and all that other stuff? Uh, I, I doubt they have any interest in this just because of the, the other parties involved, but, um, you know, oral, oral health office is, 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 is the biggest in the country. Now, I, I am not going to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name specific dentists or, 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 or skewer them here because that will get me sued. Um, but again, I think. But why? Just, why? Because so then I can sue you because you wrote a, a, a false story about me. Right? Well, that's, that's, that's your choice. Uh, and, no, and, but and that's I, what I'm trying to say to you. But then yeah. you're afraid to publish their names because that means that you don't believe me, but you believe them. Um, I will, uh, I, I, I will probably not name names, but I will. You know, we, we can certainly develop the point that you were, you were working for Dennis to break the rules. Um, why don't, why don't you let me put this together and have a look at it? And, and again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy to have your input. Do you have uh, an email address so you can email um, it to me after? Th- th- that's, that's what I was going to ask for. Um, yeah, what, what's the best email address? So in small letters, mm-hmm. Josh, J-O-S-H, mm-hmm. Jess, J-E-S-S, Underscore my life at hotmail dot com. Okay. Um, what what I'll do today is I'll just I'll just send you an email that says hi. Um, okay. I'll more, more, more or less. Just, just so just so you've got my email address. Of course. Um, and and um, you know I, I as I say I'll I'll I'll, I'll put you know I want to think about what we've what we've said for a couple of days. Um, I've, I think you're a little bit overwhelmed with my story. Oh, I am down inside. You believe? I, I, I absolutely am, and, and, and yes, I, 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 I do believe uh, a, a lot of what I've heard today. Um, I can give you addresses where I lived. I can give you people. You can call that lawyer who represented me, Cameron okay. from College um, Park. 
Okay, I, I, I don't know if we need to do that, but let, let me let me get the story together. Um, it's going to take me probably a month. Um, in, in, in Tell me you're disappointed. Tell me you're disappointed that I'm not that person that... Oh, not at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the truth. And uh, I, I, I know I got a lot of truth today. Um, I, and, hope, and, I hope and, I have um, my day in peace. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I'm, as I say, I'm happy to tell your story. Uh, and if, if we got something wrong before, I'll say that. Um, All right. Okay, feel better. Well, I enjoy it. What sign are you? Can I ask you a question? What's, I'm just, I just want to understand your personality. Um, I love astrology. I'm all about it. Okay. Uh, I, I, I need your birthday. No, July 22nd is my birthday. I think um, you're a Leo. Uh, no, I'm the next one over. I, uh, astrology isn't something I know a whole lot about, but I, I'm on the cusp. Second? You're, yeah. you're on the cancer, no? Cancer. I'm a, I'm, I'm a cancer, I think. But like, cancer is just about, cancer just, yeah, so my, my best but, friend Leslie is a cancer. She works for Dr. Kirshen's daughter. Okay. Opened up an office in Barrie and okay. it's already flagged. Yikes. Um, look, uh, I, I, I want to thank you again for doing this. And I, I know it wasn't easy for you. Um, it wasn't. I, I wanted to do it for the longest time. I just don't think anyone would believe me. That's what I mean. Like if I had the money to write the book, I would. And okay. I knew if I was to put everything in it, it would make a lot of sense. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I hope you think I believe you. Um, I hope you do. I know you do because I know some things you know make sense because you have experience. Yeah. Oh, and the only reason I went back to the dental front is because after having my daughter, that's when Able and a lot of dental software programs came out. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm really good. I'm very good. I'm like, I'm, I have COD. Like my house is spotless. I had a dog. You can't tell that I have a hair in the house. <laughs> I'm very organized. I'm very good at multitasking. In fact, there was a few jobs that I got fired from because I would make other girls look bad because I was clean, fast, efficient. And you know, they were just slow. So the doctors approached me, Dr. Cole, where I worked for 10 years on and off, approached me to start putting patients into the, into the system. And I liked the front. People liked me. I knew how to sell dentistry because, you know, the dentist can recommend the treatment, but it's up to the front desk to yep. book the appointment. So I liked it, and I never went back to assisting again unless I had to, like, back and forth. Okay. Um, well, I worked for Dr. Tompkins. I worked for Dr. Kovicic when I was pregnant with my daughter, when I was pregnant with my – I'd never done fun in my life before, never, until my very first dental office spot started with the Friedman. Um, you know that. I'm not lying to you about that. You know that. No, I know that. Um, okay. Well, I, um, I, I'd love to meet you in per person. Um, Please. I, You'll be very really fascinated. I promise you. I mean, I, yeah, I, I know. Um, I, I, I travel a lot, but most of the time I go to the U.S. and I'm not, I'm not in Toronto very much, but um, I am scheduled. Uh, now, here, let me give you something to think about. Uh, okay. the, Ontario, the Ontario Dental Association does an annual spring meeting. Okay. So the, this is at the, the the conference center in in in, in, in Toronto, Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, and and I'm speaking there this year. Um, oh wow! And uh, so I'll, I'll, that's in um, I'm I'm thinking it's either April or May, and I forget the dates. Okay, um, I can look it up. But uh, I will I will be there then for sure. Um, and uh, you know if I uh, I think the um, the Canadian Dental Association wants to wants to do a video with me and they invited me to come and do do video with them sometime before so I'm not sure when that'll happen but okay um, in in the worst case I'll be in I'll, I'll send you the dates 
I'll, I'll be in touch. Yeah, by all means, I would love to meet you for a coffee. That would um, be great. Let's, uh, let's, how, many let's... Pastas, how many pastas do you need for a coffee? <laughs> well, not, not enough. Um, <laughs> not uh, enough, or this would be the very first one? Uh, no, no, I have before, but uh, you, you are... Um, you know, you are one I'd really like to, uh, like, like to meet. So, uh, let's, let's plan on that anyway, if, if I'm not there before. I think before. you should change your career. I think you should start representing the, the people that are messed up, have some but, issues, and put but, away the doctors, because then I can go work for you and tell you what's going on, because I can hire everywhere, because I have a good experience. I, I'm good at what I do. That doesn't take away from what I did, but I'm good at what I do. I'm a hard worker. I've been working since I was 12, since I came to Canada. And I've always won the awards. I've always, like, if I worked at McDonald's, then I was a crew, you know, leader and whatever, yep. whatever. And that's why my marriage fell apart. It's because I overgrew my husband. And it became an issue. And then he married someone that is 500 pounds, lazy, didn't want to work, had a child with her. And now he's going through a divorce and he's my best friend. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm smiling a lot. Anyway, uh, I, I, I would absolutely love to meet you. We'll we'll make it happen. All right. Um, okay. I'll hold you to it. Okay. Deal. Um, now uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the the recording will stop when I hang up. Okay. Uh, All right. And I promised you a copy of it. Would you uh, Would you like a, the recording? Sure. How would you okay. send it to me? Um, it's, email or it's probably too big to email. So I think what I'll what I'll do if it's okay is I'll set up a Dropbox account and 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 uh, invite you to the Dropbox. I don't. Um, what is that? Dropbox, um, it's it's a way of sharing um, like photos and, and and big documents through the cloud, like stuff that's too big to email. Um, I'll, I'll see what the size of this is, but I think I, I think it would fill up your portal Hotmail account. Then so, you'll have to then you'll have to let me know how to use this Dropbox. Yeah, it just tells you I'm not very like okay. <laughs> not aware. Um, of, I know Instagram and now Facebook because of my kids. That's it. Okay, you'll uh, you'll, you'll get an invitation to join. You join and and, okay. and then you can you can download okay. the file. That's it's, right. it's 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 not uh, I don't I don't think you'll find it hard. Okay, no problem. Okay, Arena. Well, uh, right. thank you thank you again. I um this this was a a, a most interesting uh, conversation that we had, and I look forward to talking with you again. I'm just gonna ask you for one thing, like just don't Please. don't don't ruin me like with this in, interview. That's I, all I'm asking you. Absolutely, will not. Um, as, as I say, whether whether we use your name or not is going to be your decision. Okay. okay. That's, All right. Um, and, and, and not just name, I mean identity in general. I am I am quite happy to write an article about a very interesting conversation I had with a, with an anonymous embezzler. Okay, I'm 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 and and they don't have to know that you live in Canada even. Okay, because I'll think about that. Like okay. in some ways, some ways because it was written about me, I would love yep. to clear my name, and I have nothing. Like how much worse can it get by writing my name, right? Yeah. Yep. I'll just I'll read the article first, and then we can decide. That, that's that's exactly what I what I'd like to to happen. Um, okay. You know, because because I I, I, I want to be fair to you, and you, you know, you said some stuff to me today about yourself, good and bad. Um, and and I, I what well, that I was screwed up. I didn't lie to you. I have no support in my family. That's I'm a no. completely different person to my kids. Yeah, you, you did, and and so let's let's get the article going, and then you can you can make that decision. Okay. I'm just gonna say my last two words. Sometimes. Sometimes when you feel like you're all alone against the world, you don't know what the right decision is, and you don't know who to go for help. And when you go to psychologists or therapists, which I went through a lot in GVI and and Veni, they're just there to listen and to prescribe meds for you. I don't yeah. want meds because I'm not crazy. Yeah. 
meds make you sleepy, makes me makes you sad, meds make you I've never taken one pill. And you can get that from the records from all the jails. However, you just feel so lost that you don't know how you just don't know what the right decision is anymore. And when you're insecure, in my sickness, I'm very codependent. I need to do things to please others. And sometimes I just don't stop and think. Is, is, is there a label for what you have? You mentioned it a couple of times. A what? Is, is there a name, a, a condition that you you have? You, you mentioned it a couple of I times. I had. I had yeah. a post-traumatic okay. depression. It's something that you're not even aware that you have. It yeah. was diagnosed okay. when I was in jail. After my divorce, you can suffer a trauma that yeah. it's like your body, you, you, your soul steps out of your body and it's a different person that's functioning. Okay. Like, come on, PTSD, I basically. I had businesses. I had franchises. I had homes. I lost my home. Sheriff came and sealed it. My daughter came home and there was a seal on it. Wow. Like, how does someone just say, okay, no problem. We'll just get another house. I I don't know. Okay, ma'am. Uh, I've, I've right. got to uh, go on to another no point. No problem. But, uh, again, thank it you so much. It won't be as fascinating as mine. It absolutely will not. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it will not. And um, right. so so I'll, uh, I'll I'll set up that Dropbox account and, and, and post this uh if, if if the recording worked, I'll share it with you. Um, it's it's kind of new technology, so I'm 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 hoping that it worked. No and, problem. Um, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thank you, David. I enjoyed this. And send me an email, so I have your email address. I'll do that right now. All right. Have a Bye-bye. good day. I'm exhausted. Okay, I bet you are. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Dental Practice Owners Podcast, brought to you by Prosperident. You can contact Prosperident through its website, www.prosperident.com, or by calling 888-398-2327. If you have questions about this podcast, if you would like to discuss your practice, or there is a topic you would like to see in a future podcast, we would love to hear from you. Amber, Wendy, and David will be back soon with another episode.